Ready for the what? Ready for the what? All right, all somebody says, let's say this together, our Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in Christ alone. We see your glory this morning in the name of Jesus. And we see no confusion, no distraction in this atmosphere. All hearts are fixed on your love. All hearts are stable on your grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. The glory of the later house. Let's do that this morning. The glory of the later house. Let's continue from where we stopped last week. Agai 2, from verse 7 to 9. Agai 2, 7 to 9. Agai 2, 7 to 9. Haggai 2, 7 to 9. I think Haggai is rapture for my Bible right now. Okay, you should be there, right? All right, okay, cool. He says that uh, I will shake, is that it? Verse 7, he says, I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory. See the Lord. Siva is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord. It says, the glory of this later house shall be greater than that of the former, saith the Lord. And I will give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. So he says, I will shake all nations, and the desire of nations shall come, and I will fill the house with what? With glory, saith the Lord. When he says, I will shake all nations there, in studying the scriptures, all nations refers to the Jews and the Gentiles, that is, the entire world. So he says, I will shake all nations. And that context was going from Genesis 12, verse 3, when um, Abraham was uh, giving the promise, as touching the promise of the nations. So he says, I will shake all nations. So, and that is a statement of the gospel of the new covenant. He says, I will shake all nations. And the desire of nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. See, silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord. In verse 9, he says, The glory of this little house shall be greater than that of the former, saith the Lord. So, and when we studied that, he said that it will shake all nations, and he says, And all nations would come. Two shall come and the desire of all nations shall come and they will fill this house. So when he says that, that's a function of knowledge. That, and that's insight. And we looked at that last, last week. And we said in Habakkuk 2.14, look at Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Habakkuk 2.14. It says... For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, of the glory of the Lord, as the waters covers the sea. It says the earth will be filled with the knowledge. When it says knowledge, that's insight, walking knowledge. So we are teaching 
What are we teaching? We are teaching so you can have knowledge. So you, we can, you can have knowledge of what God wants to do. So he says that the earth will come to the head shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, just as the waters covers the sea. So you see in Ephesians 4, verse 11, the function of the fun the role or the function of the preachers. Look at Ephesians 4, verse 11. Ephesians 4, 11, he says, And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For what reason? In verse 12, he says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So, the essence of teaching is so that you will come to the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man. So, why do you come to church service? Why do you uh, come for meetings? It's so that you will come, so that you will grow up in the knowledge of what God wants to do. So back to our, our conversation on the glory. In Agai 2 verse 7, it says, I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with my glory, said the Lord. So what is the later house? What is the former house? Glory, I told us in, in last week, that glory in the Hebrew means kabod. It's in the Hebrew, it's from the Hebrew word kabod, and it means a man's wealth, riches, splendor, a man's wealth, riches and splendor. Kabod has to be seen. When we say glory, glory has to be seen. Glory has to be experienced. Glory has to be obvious to people. Glory has to be seen. Glory has to be experienced. Glory has to be obvious to people. So when we're talking about the glory now, we're saying the wealth, the splendor, the riches of someone. And I explained it last week in a in a very funny way, I said, if you want to know what glory means, when you are done in the toilet, that's glory. The smell, the everything <laughs> that comes from it, that's glory. That's, what, that's the description of glory. Because it comes with all of you. Do you get what I'm saying? So, kabod has to be seen, it has to be experienced, and it has to be obvious to people. You read in Genesis 12 verse 2, where, 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 uh, in Genesis 12 verse 2, where Abraham, where the Lord told Abraham, he says, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless, he says, I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. So, that is like a glory, he says, it will make your name great. He says, thou will bless thee, so that means you are going to be filled with something. So we are looking at the glory of the later house. The later house means a completion, a conclusion, something that is concluded. Something that is concluded. The later house means a conclusion, something that is completed. The later house shows a destination. So when we say, if you go back to that Haggai 2 that we were in, if you could quickly go back there, Haggai 2, very quickly. It says that I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with my glory, saith the Lord. He now says, 
Are you there? Agai 2. Agai 2. I'll wait for you. I'm waiting for myself. Are we there? So he says, I will shake all nations. The desire of all nations shall come. He now says, I will fill this house with my glory. See the Lord. He now says, Sivar is mine, and the gold is mine. In verse 9, he now says, The glory of this later house shall be greater than the former. The later house there means a conclusion, something that is completed, something that shows a destination. So, he says, this house will be filled with this glory or will be greater than the former house. Now, before we, before we even get back to this part again, let's trace the history of the first person that even talked about a house, anything called a house in the scripture. Let's look at Jacob, G- Genesis 28, verse 12. Quickly, Genesis 28, let's look at Jacob. Let's trace it so that you can know what the house is talking about, right? Are you ready for this? Praise God. No, the glory of God is here. Amen. Amen. All right, look at in Genesis 28 verse 12. Genesis 28 verse 12. I'll wait for you. Are you there? It says, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the head. And the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angel of God ascending and descending on it. And verse 13, it says, And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, Abraham the father, the God of Isaac, the land where thou hast given me. And now says, uh, I will give thee for thy seed. But look at it in verse 12. It says that he dreamed, right? And behold, the ladder reached forth in heaven, ascending and descending. Look at in verse 15. It says, Behold, I am with thee, and I will keep thee in the place, and I will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of. In verse 16, it now says, Jacob had waked out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew not. Wow. And he was afraid, and he says, How dreadful is this place? But this is not order, but what? The house of what? Of God. And this is the gate of heaven. So now, look at what it says. And if you, see, if you read down, he called that place Bethel. And he anointed the place and he called the place Bethel. Jacob called the house of God Bethel. Bethel means the place of revelation. The place of revelation. He called it Bethel. It's like a house of bread. House of Revelation. So he said, and look at what look at the experiences he had in this house. He says, but this is not order, but the house of God. Now look at the experiences he had in this house. He saw the angels in verse 12. He saw angels ascending and descending from heaven in the house of God. He saw the Lord Jesus. He saw the Lord. He says, surely the Lord is in this place. So in the house of God, God is there, right? In the house of God, there are encounters because there is angels ascending and descending. So that shows you can see in the supernatural world via when you are in the house of God. And Jacob called the place. He says, how dreadful is this place? 
says, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew not. And do you know that that is what some of us have today? Some of us are like that today. The Lord is living with us, and we don't know. By virtue of us being born again, the Lord Jesus, the Lord God lives with us, and we don't know. The Lord God lives with us, and we don't know. So, Jacob had this experience. He had this experience. He called the place Bethel. He called the place Bethel, the house of bread. We can call that the house of revelation. So, the house of God is where God is. He called it a a place of revelation. And look at the kind of encounters he had there. Angels ascending and descending. He was seeing things. He was having encounters with the God kind. And he, was, and he called the place the gate of heaven. So that shows we are in a supernatural experience as believers. Look at another instance in Exodus 40 where another, where the, another person... So we saw another instance of a house, built a house or a temple. Look at Exodus 40. Exodus 40, we were there last week. Look at Exodus 40. Let's see from verse uh, 30. Let's see from verse 33. Exodus 40, verse 33. Exodus 40, verse 33. So that will give you instances of when we say, the glory of the later house. It will give you that understanding. So now look at it. In Exodus 40 verse 33, you should be there, right? It says, And read of the court round about the tabernacle of the author and the author, and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. In verse 34, Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In verse 35, And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So when the house and the temple was completed, the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Last week we saw Solomon we saw first king how the priest could not minister by the reason of the cloud. So we've seen those instances. So there are sights and there are sounds. So that shows in the glory cloud or in the house of God or in the later house, there are things to see and there are things to hear. Tell your neighbor, say there are things to see. You don't sound like you mean it. You know, sounded like you mean it. And there are things to hear. So, in the glory of the later house, you will see another instance in Zechariah 4, where they were trying to build the temple. They saw, they heard, they had revelations. So, the later house is the perfect house. So, when it says the glory of the later house shall be greater than the former, the later house is the perfect house. You read in Psalm 113 where it says, And heaven is my throne, and that deals with authority. Where it says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my full stool. He was talking about his rest, his permanent place. That is, I am going to be here forever. 
In Isaiah 66, he says, Where, that is, this is my dwelling place. This is my resting place. So that is, where I am, I will be forever. So when he says the glory of the later house will be greater than the former, he was talking about his resting place. That is, he is now going to dwell here. I am going to rest here. Where I am comfortable. A place where I fit in. So the later, so the later house could not be built by, I, I told us last week, the later house could not have been built by a physical building. The later house could not mean, uh, could not mean that these blocks on this ceiling or these uh, pipes, all of, that's not the later house. The later house is where God would dwell. In 1 Corinthians 6, go to 1 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 6, sorry, go to 2 Corinthians 6. 2 Corinthians 6, look at what it says. 2 Corinthians 6. It says, look at in verse, look at in verse 16, 2 Corinthians 6, 16. It says, and what agreement at the temple of God with idols. Look at what he now say. Are you there? He says, for ye are what? The temple of what? The living God. So, you are that temple that Moses was trying to build. You are that temple that Solomon was trying to build. Those ones didn't have realities. Those ones just were shadows of things that God would do. You are the real temple that God wanted to build. He says, you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So the later house could not have been built by a physical building. The later house could not have been built by a, uh, by a man. The little house could not have been built by Zerubbabel in the scriptures. It is a fixed place where the Lord will be. A lot of us, you know, there's a lot of thinking that many of us have. A lot of us think that God is somewhere and we have to go there to meet him. That's what a lot of us think. A lot of us even think God is in this building. So as I'm coming to church, I'm coming to meet God here. No. <laughs> all of you all came with God this morning. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. God. God is not in a physical building. No. He doesn't live in a physical building. That's why you see some people, they, they cherish a particular pulpit and all that. They'll say, oh, this place is so sacred. You can't come past this place. Uh, we will put a demarcation. So some people, when they want to pray, they will kneel down and face the pulpit and pray because they feel like God is on that platform. No. God is not there. God is not in this building. I know that there was nobody in church because I know I was the first person to, go to, to get to church this morning. As at 9 a.m. this morning, God was not in this building. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God was not in this building. We came with God to this service. Glory to God. 
We came with God. A lot of us think that ah, uh, God is somewhere. We have to go to beat him there. So we are coming to church to come and enjoy his presence. Like, oh, he's in the presence. <laughs> the great glory surpasses and above is better than the later house. In this house, there are going to be things to see and things to hear. Things to see and things to hear. So, you did not come to this service to see God. You came with God. Hallelujah. You didn't come to this service to see God. You came with God. So, when Moses was talking about the physical temple, when you read the scriptures about the physical temple that they're going to build, they were not talking about how the God wants to live in the temple. And you see a lot of Christians, they have done a building. Yes, we're going to have buildings too. We're going to have camp buildings too in the future. We're going to have a lot of all of those things. But God does not live in the building. He doesn't live in the building. So when Moses was preaching, was talking to them in Exodus, he was making them understand that God wants them to live in them. So there is one place where God lives, and that is the heart of the believer. The heart of the believer is where God lives. In that 2 Corinthians 6 that we read, it says, You are the temple of God. For ye have said, He says, For ye are the temple of the living God. For God has said, What will what, what has God said? He said he will do what? He will dwell in them. What right? 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16. He says he will dwell in them. And do what? Walk with them. So is God dwelling with you today? Is he walking with you today? So you are the house of his glory. You are the house of his glory. You are that leather house. You are that house he wanted to build. So you are that house Jacob was talking about. So, that house where it says the Lord is in this place. Can you see it now? Can you see it now? In Genesis 28 when it says the Lord is in this place. So, the Lord is in you. So, that means from within you, you can have supernatural experiences. That is why, how many of you know that sometimes dreams are spiritual? How many of you know that? That sometimes dreams are spiritual. What do you think happens? Do you go somewhere to have dreams? Hope you know you don't go somewhere to have dreams. They all happen in you. Hope you know. You just sleep, close your eyes, and all of those realities are happening. Now, that's the same way your eyes can be open to see visions. Your eyes can be open to see things in the spirit. Close visions, open visions. Your eyes can be open to see them because you are the house of his glory. So when he said, the glory of this later house will be greater than the former. Does it make sense now? Because the greater house or the former house was a physical building. Are you seeing it? The former house was a physical building. The one that Moses built, the one that Zerubbabel was building, the one that all of those... And he says, I will shake the desires of the nation, right? And I will fill this house with my glory, saith the Lord. And he said, the glory of the later house shall be greater than the former. 
we are the little house. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, I am the little house. I am the little house. I am the house of his glory. You are not sounding like you mean it. 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 I am the house of his glory. So we are his house. Hallelujah. We are his house. So when Moses was teaching figuratively, you read in Hebrews 3 verse 1. Hebrews 3 verse 1. Hebrews 3 verse 1. It says, Holy brethren, uh, it says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partaking to the heavenly calling, consider the consider the apostle, the high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ. He says, Who was faithful to him and appointed him as also Moses faithful in all his house. Look at what he now says in verse 3. He says, For the man counted worthy more of glory than Moses, inasmuch as he has also builded the house at more honor than the house. But look at what he now says in verse 4. He says, For every house is builded by some man, but he that built all things is who? Is God. Every house is built by some man. This building is built, is built by, by a man. But do you know, God has built us as believers. Who we do God? God built us as believers via his spirit in us. So he now lives in us. He wanted to dwell in a place. And we are the house of his glory. We are his dwelling place. So if somebody asks you, where is God today? Where will you say? Is it me? Is it me? So I don't go somewhere to meet God. I don't go to the high mountains to meet God. Is it me? So when I come to service, I came with him. So that is why you can be driving, you can be in your house and be having supernatural experiences. Because he's in you. You are the house of his glory. Because in redemption, we share the same place. So the leather house is the final destination of rest. The leather house is the destination. Look at John 14. John 14. John 14, verse 18 to 20. John 14, verse 18 to 20. He says, Let, are you there? I will wait for you. John 14, verse 18 to 20. Because the letter house is the destination. The letter house is his destination. The letter house is his final place of rest. In John 14, verse 18 to 20, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, the word seeth me no more. But ye see me because I live. And ye shall live also. In verse 20, let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. And at that day, ye shall know that I am in the Father. And ye in me are what? I in you. So you are the house of what? His glory. Look at, first, look at John 14, verse 1 to 2. John 14, verse 1 to 3. Let's read it together. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. It says, in my Father's house. 
there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'll go and prepare a place for you. He says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, now, a lot of people have thought the Lord Jesus went, left the earth and went to start doing construction work in heaven. They say, oh, okay, build, build, start building there. So a lot of people think the reason why Jesus has not come back today is because he's still building. So he has been building for 2,000 years and he has not finished it. And some people say, the more you pay tight, is the more your house, your mansion in heaven increases and all of those things. <laughs> no, no. Now, we ask you a question. Can there be a mansion in a house? Inside this house, now there should be another house. It doesn't make sense, right? It says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. So can there be a mansion in a house? So that is to let you know that that text needs to be explained. When it says house, house in the Greek is okia. It means household. In my father's household, my father's family. Let's use the word family. In my father's family, just like say, oh, in our church family, there are many members. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? It says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Mansion is one mone. It means inns, like room. It means in my father's house, there are many rooms, many mansions, many dwelling places. In my father's household, there are many dwelling people. He says, I go and prepare a place for you. That was done by in the redemption. He has gone via his death, his burial, and his resurrection to prepare a place for us. So that where he is, we might be also. So because of the reason of his resurrection, where he is, I am. That's why we sang that song. Where I am is where you are. He lives in me. He walks through me. Where I am is where I am, where he is. Hallelujah. So he says that where I am, ye may be also. So at redemption, we are the Father, we are in the same place. In Ephesians 2, verse 8, go to Ephesians 2, verse 8. Ephesians 2, verse 8. Ephesians 2, 8. Ephesians 2, 8. Ephesians 2, verse 8. Look at it. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Or verse 6, sorry. Look at Ephesians 2 verse 6. It says, let's read it together. One, two, go. I'll wait for you. Ephesians 2 verse 6. One, two, ready, go. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places where? In Christ. So, where he is, you are, right? So, he has raised you up and made you to do what? Sit together with him where? In Christ. So, where he is, I am. So, the believer doesn't visit God. The believer does not visit God because there can never be a separation of the man who is born again and God. There can never be. There can never be a separation between the man who has believed the gospel and God. We are the later house. We are the house of his glory. Say, I'm the later house. You're not sounding like you mean it. I am the little house. So that's why you read in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16 that we read earlier. It says, for well, you are the temple of God. And I will dwell in them. That is, I will be comfortable with them. So when you believe the gospel, 
you become his house. When you believe the gospel, you become his house. When you believe the gospel, you become his house. So, we didn't bring him to church service this morning. We came with him. We drove with him. We woke up with him. We dressed up with him. And we came together to service. So what makes a service glorious is because God is there. And who brought God in? We did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the glory of God is in the spirit. It's in the spirit of God. So there's that song that people see. There is something that makes me come into your presence. There is nothing that is making you come to his presence. <laughs> I am in his presence. Glory to God. There is no something. I'm always in his presence. There is something. There is something. Hey, there is something. There is something, 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 something. There is no something. The only something is that I am born again. Glory to God. So uh, there is no something that is making you come to his presence. We are in his presence. The glory of God is in our spirit. I've got the glory of God in me. I've got the glory of God in me. I've got the glory of God in me. You know, a lot of people will sing, uh, 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 let it rain, let it rain. Let, 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 let me talk this morning. I'm trying to, trying to be a Christian, you know. <laughs> Colossians 1.11. Colossians 1.11. Are you enjoying this this morning? All right. All right. You should. The glory of God is here. Now, you understand why we say that? Because we are here, right? Glory to God. Glory to God. is here. Colossians 1.11, it says, Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience, long-suffering, and joyfulness. In Colossians 1.27, it says, To whom God make known what is the riches of his glory, to this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, what? The hope of glory. So I've got the glory of God in me. 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 Glory to God. You know, the saints makes the church. It's the saints that makes the church. There is no glory in this service. You came with the glory. The saints makes the church. So that's why if you want to pray for service, I think I did a teaching how you pray for the meetings on our Google Drive, not on our SoundCloud. If you want to pray for service, you pray for the people. You pray for the men. You pray for the ministers. You don't pray for, oh, Lord, let something just, let something just happen. Nothing, not, nothing just happen. We make things happen. Nothing don't just happen in church service. We make things happen. That's why we pray. That's why we sing. That's why we study God's word. We make things happen. We make things happen. The saint makes the church. So you and I, as believers, can determine how we want the church to be. 
you and I, as believers, can determine how we want this service to go. You and I, it's just like when Sister Faber was leading us in prayer, she told us, she said, that we can make this service the way we want it to be. By us just being in one accord. By us just agreeing that, okay guys, we want to switch this service to an healing service, I want to receive healing. Okay, I will receive healing. We want to switch this service that all of us want to see visions and revelations, I will see it. We want to switch this service and all of us want to hear things in the spirit, I will hear it. We make things happen in the service. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So nothing, don't just, don't come to service and just think something, something extraordinary just, just happen. Yes, it happens because we make it happen. Extraordinary things happen in the service because we make it happen. So when we are praying for services, we pray for the people, we pray for the ministers, we pray for everyone. We don't pray for, we don't pray for eh, the atmosphere. Something should just happen. Oh, this. No. We pray for people because it is the people that makes the service. So, and God's glory is resident in the believer. He is the house of his glory. He says, the glory of this later house, and we said, we settled it that you are the later house, right? Right, guys? That you are the later house, so that shows you are filled with his glory. You are filled with his glory. And he is permanent in you. It is permanent in you. First Peter 4, 14. First Peter 4, verse 14. First Peter 4, verse 14. He says, if ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit, are you there? I'll wait for you. He says, for the spirit of glory and God does what? I'll wait for you. First Peter 4, 14. I'll wait for you. The glory of God is here. Glory of God is here. First Peter 4, 14. If ye be reproached, are you there now? It says, if ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and God does what? Rested upon you. On their part there is evil spoken of, but your part is what? Glorified. So they say the glory of the Lord rests upon you. Hallelujah. The glory of the Lord is resting upon me. It's resting upon me permanently. So in this glory, we see and hear things. In this glory, we see and hear things. In Joel 2, go to Joel 2. Joel 2. Joel 2. In this glory, we see and hear things. We see and hear things in this glory. Because the glory of the Lord is resting upon us. The glory of the Lord is resting upon us. So we see, we hear. We know things supernaturally. Look at in Joel 2 verse 28. 
Joel 2.28 And it shall come to pass afterward, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall do what? Prophesy. Your old men shall do what? Dream dreams. Your young men shall do what? See visions. And upon those houses in those days, I will pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in heaven. In the earth, blood and fire of smoke and pillar of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. And before the great day of the terrible, or the terrible day of the Lord shall come. It says, your young men shall prophesy. And this was the same thing Peter was talking about in Acts 2. Go to Acts 2. Go to Acts 2. So we are his later house. We are his later house. And in this house, I see and I hear. Look at in Acts 2. Look at what Prophet Joel, uh, Acts 2 verse 16. Acts 2 verse 16, are you there? Acts 2 16. He says, But this is that which was spoken of the Prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall what? Dream dreams. And on my servants and upon my handmaidens, I will pour out of those days my spirit. And they shall what? Prophesy. Look at in 19. I will show wonders in heaven. He says, I will show wonders in heaven. <laughs> so that means the, in the glory of God, there is signs and wonders. I think in the last miracles extraordinary, I taught us, I said, I think that was last month, I said that there are signs and wonders with the glory of God. I don't know if you remember. There are signs and wonders with the glory of God. And there are sights and there are signs, sounds. He says, he says, I will show the wonders in heaven above and the signs in the earth beneath. Blood, fire, vapor, and smoke. Things they can hear. Things they can see. You know, I told you that God likes to show himself. I don't know if you remember I said that last week. God likes to show himself. There are things to hear. There are things to see. In Acts 2, verse 1 to 4, on the day of Pentecost, look at Acts 2, verse 1 to 4. It says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place. So, just like, now listen, let me explain this to you. They were in one accord. One accord means everybody was doing the same thing. One accord means everybody was in one act. We all were together to do something. You know there's something called the power of unity. I don't know if you know that. You know, the power of unity is so strong that if we all agree that we are about, we are going to pull that a month and we are going to pull it down. Hope you know that. They were in one accord in one place. He says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. In the glory of God, there are sounds. There are things to hear. He says, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. You know, in this service this morning, we are going to hear sounds. We are going to hear sounds by the power of God. He says, there are sounds. He says, as of a rushing mighty, and they filled the house where they were sitting. And, so, and in verse 3, look at verse 3. He said, and he appeared unto them, that is, they saw, 
cloven tongues as of fire. So they see, they looked at everybody's head in the spirit and they saw something that looks like fire on everybody's head. You know, in this service this morning, we are going to see things. It says, and he filled the house where they were sitting. And he says, I paid over and sat upon it. And they began, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. So there are things to see. And there are what? Things to what? Things to hear. Matthew 17. You know, in coming days, we're going to have meetings. Meetings like the day of Pentecost. Sephratis, Kalender, Prokusketizas. You know, we're going to have, we're going to, in our camp meetings, in our, in our mission is possible, in our, in our, in our, in our special meetings, even, even in our next Miracles Extraordinary meetings, we're going to be having fires of Pentecost. As it were, we're going to see much, much demonstrations, tangible moves of the Holy Ghost, such that men are soaked, men are drowned, men are filled with the glory, such that men are glued to their seats. You know, such, we're going to be having spectacular experiences, and it's time for us to open ourselves for spectacular experiences. Spectacular experiences. Experiences that it is as it were, we might not know how to explain, but it's the glory of God moving. Experiences that as it were, we might not know how to, how to probably articulate them in our senses. But yes, it's the glory of God. Yes, it is. From our prayer meetings into mission as possible, we will see much of the glory of God. We can call this mission as possible tangibilities. Yeah, tangibilities. Yes, tangibilities in our prayer meetings. Even, even as we teach, even as we worship, we will see tangibilities that it is as it were strengthen us. Strengthen us. Strengthen us. Give us new experiences. Strengthen us. Give us fires. Fires of fires of renewers, seasons of renewers. You know, as it were, such that we will leave from that meeting and we will go into the world and men will see us and see the fire. Men will see us and see, as it were, men will see us, touch us, and know we have been somewhere. Yes, we call it tangibilities because we can see much glories in the coming days. So we are going to open up. Yeah, Lord, we will. We're going to open up for wild experiences, spectacular demonstrations of the power of God. And it will launch in miracles, miracles, mighty miracles, such that a new convert in our church will wrought miracles. New convert, someone who just got born again just yesterday, in this coming week, he will just wrought miracles, miracles, strange, spectacular miracles, and cancer will be healed. Yeah, more cancers, more cancer issues will be healed in coming days. More cancer issues will be healed in coming days. Cancer, people who have been bedridden, people who have been, as it were, giving an ultimatum to life and say, oh, in the next three months, in the next six months, you're going to leave the world. 
Well, we will stop that by the power of God in coming days. Yeah, you know, it will, it will open up from there and open up from there, open up from there. And very soon we're going to see the dead raised again. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. We're going to see someone as it were starting from like, like a coma session coming back. Well, that's just the beginning. It will be a sign to let you know the dead can rise again. Yeah, it can. And we will open up for more and more and more and more and more. Yeah, we are in the more. Oh, yeah, we are in the more. In our glory meeting, supernatural camp meeting this year, we will see the more. As it were, place shaking. The act for experience. Such that they prayed and the place was shaking. Yeah, we will see it even in mission is possible. We will see it again in glory meeting. Supernatural camp meeting. We will see it. We will see it in our prayer meetings. Leading up to it. And leading up after. We will see it. And we will see it in our services. Shaking places. Because of the tangible demonstrations of the glory of God. Yeah, we are in the mall. Oh, we are in the mall. Time for experiences. Time for encounters. Time for supernatural orchestrations of the glory of God. As it were, many of you in coming days will begin to have more angelic experiences. Ah, yeah. I'll teach you more about the angels so that we can launch in into more angelic experiences. Yeah. You know, many of you are seeing you sitting down and having conversations with supernatural beings because we are in the mall. We are in the time of the wild. The Lord told us wild demonstrations of his spirit. Yeah, I didn't know what it means, but I think I do now. The wild demonstration of his spirit, yes, is for outside, but majorly it's actually for the inside. That is, it's for us as a church to launch in into greater depths. Greater depths of the supernatural. You know, there are greater depths of the supernatural. Greater depths. Depths we are yet to untap. Depths we are yet to plunge in. And we are going to gradually take our steps in. Take our steps in. Because we are the house of his glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray in thongs as we are seated. Just... Just talk in tongues. Just, just lift your voices and just let's just talk in tongues a bit. We are the house of his glory. 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 Mighty spectacular demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. Such that we will be known just for our church, the supernatural. Spectacular demonstrations. Fucking thongs, fucking thongs, fucking thongs. Hallelujah. We, we, we still have quite some things to do, but let's let's go back to the world. Look at in Matthew seventeen, Matthew seventeen, Matthew seventeen. Yeah, the glory of God is here. The glory of God is here. Oh, 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 the glory of God is here. Tangibilities. 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 Greater depths and expressions. Oh, yeah. Greater depths and expressions. Someone, you just felt a cold breeze fall on you. 
a cold breeze just fell on you. That's the power of God. That's the power of God strengthening you for the days ahead. That's the power of God strengthening you for the days ahead. Power of God strengthening you for the days ahead. The glory of God is here. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 17. Matthew 17. Are you there? Matthew 17. Look at in verse 2. Look at in verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, and bringeth them up into the high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. Look at it. It says, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. <laughs> That's the glory of God. He says, his face did shine as the sun. I would to God that there will be a day we will be preaching, we will be ministering, choirs will be singing. And as they are singing, we will just see, as it were, transfiguration. The person leading opening prayer will, will be suspended on the hair. And we'll be having mighty, mighty flows of the Holy Ghost. You know, he says, this, he says, because God is not a dry God. A lot of us think God is a dry God. No, God is a God of newness and freshness. He's a God of encounters and revelation. God is not a dry God. He is, a, he is called the glorious God. The glorious God. That is, he radiates his glory. He is full of light, illumination. And when we say something is supernatural, we are saying something is beyond the natural. The supernatural means is beyond the natural. So that is, there are things to see beyond your natural eyes. There are things to hear beyond your natural, beyond your natural hearings. It is beyond the natural. So, it is called the supernatural. Because, and that's why you must learn to contain for the supernatural a lot. You must learn to contain for the supernatural. Because the more you contain is the more you see. Look at it in Acts 22. Acts 22 verse 6. Acts 22 verse 6. Acts 22 verse 6. Acts 22 verse 6. Look at when Paul was to explain what happened to him at Damascus. Acts 22 verse 6. Are you there? Hat 22 verse 6. Hat 22 verse 6. He says, And it came to pass that as I made my journey and was come nigh unto Damascus about noon, he says, Suddenly there shone from heaven a great light around me. That's the glory of God. You know, in this service, some of you are going to have this same experience that I just read. I'm not joking. I'm telling you what is going to happen. He says, and suddenly, there came a great light from heaven. Shona, some of you will just feel that light around you this morning. You're going to feel the light around you. Look at in Acts 12. Acts 12. Experiences. It strengthens you. Look at Acts 12, verse 7. At 12 verse 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord came. Are you there? I'll wait for you. At 12 verse 7. And you, so you, you, you should look at it. It says, in at 12 verse 7, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison. 
the light shined in the prison. So there's such a thing as the light shining. And the light was the glory of God. The light was the glory of God. So things happen in Christian meetings. Because the glory cloud is the demonstration, is, is God's glory in demonstration. The glory cloud is God's glory in demonstration. The glory cloud is God's glory in demonstration. There are things happening. There are things to hear and there are what? Things to see. How will you be a believer without experiences? Why will you be a believer without spectacular signs? Without visible demonstrations? Without power of the Holy Ghost? So, and they are coming from the spirit of the believer. They are not coming, listen, they are not coming from just somewhere. They are coming from where? Your spirit. They are coming from your spirit. Look at Acts 4, verse 31. Acts 4, verse 31. Acts 4, verse 31. Acts 4, verse 31. He says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken. And when they were assembled together, they were what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. He says, the place was shaken. That was not, that's, that's tangible experience. Tangible experience. You know, we are at home with the glory of God. We are at home with the glory of God. Because we are his resting place. Is dwelling in us. We are in that later house. Look at First Peter two verse five. First Peter two verse five. I am an habitation of God through His Spirit. Look at First Peter two verse five. First Peter two verse five. He says, you also, lively stones, are built up a what? You're not reading. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Lively stones, right? Are built up what? A spiritual house and holy priesthood to what? Offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by what? So we are an habitation of God through his spirit. We are a spiritual house. So we are the house of his glory. So if, if we say we want to have a glory meeting this morning, hope you know we can. You know we can. Why? Because what? Play for me, I close. Because we are the house of what? His glory. So, we are the later house. We are the later house. Let's go back to our Haggai 2. Let's go back to our Haggai 2. Let's go back to our Haggai 2. Haggai 2. Let's read what it says. It says, He says, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. 
and I will fill this house with my glory, said the Lord. In verse 8, it says, Silver is mine, and the gold is mine. It now says, The glory of this little house shall be what? Greater than the former house, said the Lord. It now says, In this place, what did he say we do? I will give what? Peace, said the Lord. Why will he give you peace? Because he is in you. So you have peace. Tell your neighbor, say, I have peace. You're not saying like you mean it. Say, I have peace. You have peace. So you are at home with his glory. You are at home with his glory. You have peace. Psalm 29 verse 9. You know we are the temple of God, right? You know we are the temple of God, right? Oh, right, look at Psalm 29 verse 9. Let's go there. Psalm 29 verse 9. So, we, so, you know, they are physical demonstration of the glory of God in us. Hope you know. Hope you know, guys. They are physical demonstrations of the glory of God in us. The cloud is thick. The cloud is pregnant this morning. He says, in verse 29, in this temple, dot everyone speak of what is glory so in his temple we what in his temple we what we speak of what because we are his what hope you know we are his house we are his temple he says we are the temple of god so we say what we speak of his what and in his glory there are what things to see right and what things to hear things to see and things to hear so the glory of god is here say the glory of god is here say the glory of god is here so we can see and we can hear say i can see and i can hear See, my eyes is blessed. My ears are blessed. My spiritual faculties are blessed. So I can see. And I can hear. Because I am the house of his glory. So this morning, we, we want to have an act to experience. If we, don't, if, we know, if we know anything that happened in act two, it says, and suddenly when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one accord in one place, right? I'm mean, if you are ready to see and hear things this morning. Let me see. Right? We are in one accord, right? We want to see, we want to hear. You just keep playing for us. And we'll just talk in tongues. Just sit down where you are. Talk in tongues. Let's just talk in tongues. Because if we know anything, they were praying in Acts 2. So let's just talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. Fucking thongs. Fucking thongs. Be at peace. Be at peace. Calm down. Calm down. Be at peace. Just calm down. Fucking thongs. Fucking thongs. You are at home. Fucking thongs. Just be calm. Fucking thongs. From your fucking in thongs, some of you will start seeing things.
some of you will start hearing things. Just talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. Keep playing for us, please. Play, play something good. Just keep playing and just... The glory of God is here. Sight and sounds of the supernatural. Spectacular demonstrations. Tangibilities. Tangibilities. Talking tongues. Talking tongues. Keep talking in tongues. Be at peace. Just be at peace and talk. Just be at peace and just talk in tongues. Some of you will be carried up. Keep talking in tongues. You know what you do? Hold somebody beside you and talk in tongues. Just hold somebody beside you. And lift your voice. Lift your voice and talk in tongues more. As you are just seated, lift your voice and just talk more. In tongues. We are the house of his glory. Close your eyes where you are. Close your eyes. Just close your eyes. It will enable you to concentrate. So there will be no distractions. Just close your eyes. There will be things shown to you. There will be things shown to you. There will be things you will just hear. That light that shine round is going to fill you where you are. You are going to have that experience of the light just overshadowing you. The light of the glory of God. You will just find yourself in like in a in a box of the glory of God. sounds some of you are hearing things already some of you are hearing things some of you are hearing things some of you are in a cloud of god's glory some of you are going to feel like sensations in your hand are going to feel sensations in your hand like fire so if you are going to feel like fire in your hands. 
and it's the fire of the Holy Ghost. Meaning you can, your eyes are super ordinary. Some of you are feeling fire in your hands. Some of you are in a cloud. Yeah, open up. That's your first vision. Yeah, yep. That's your first vision. Open up and see it now. Yeah, see that angel. Yep, yep. See that angel there. Yep. Yep. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. That cloud of glory of God is overshadowing you now. You can't describe. You can't describe how you are feeling. There are some of you. You can't describe how you are feeling. You've never felt that way before. That's the glory of God. Yep. You are in that cloud. Yep. That light is shining on your eyes. No, don't open your eyes yet. It's the light. It's the light. It's the light. Yeah. There's that person you are feeling fire. Who is that person? You are feeling fire in your hands. Yeah. 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 Fire. That sensation. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. There's some of you you, you, you are not comfortable in your sitting down anymore. You 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 want to change position. Yeah, do it. Do what the what do what you want to do. Yeah, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. That's the power of God walking. Yeah. Yep. 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 Respond to the Spirit of God with you. You 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 are not comfortable sitting. Yeah, some of you you are in hall. You see Jesus, and all you can just do is lie down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See it now. Yeah. You brother, open up for that vision. Yeah. You are seeing something you've never seen. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. Yep. Yep. Your thong is twitching. Your thong is twitching. It's like something, something touched your thong. It means you have a message. It's like something touched your thong. Something touched your thong. Yeah. Your tongue is twitching. It's like it's like you come. Your speech is not, is not, is not. Yeah, yeah. Something touched your tongue. You have a message. If you are that person that something touched your tongue, lift your voice louder in tongues. Lift your voice louder in tongues. We are the house of His glory. Glory demonstrations in this atmosphere. Supernatural experiences spectacular sights sounds of the Holy Ghost yep yep yes you are having that conversation with that being now yeah it's your realm <laughs> it's your realm it's your realm it's your realm it's your realm open up open up open up open up Keep talking in tongues. Respond to what the Spirit of God wants you to do. Some of you have to stand up. Some of you want to do something. Respond. Respond. Some of you want to kneel. Respond. Yep. That cloud overshadowing you. That cloud overshadowing you. Some of you are hearing things. 
Some of you heard the Lord Jesus for the first time now. There's, there's something working with your ears. Yeah. Your, your hearing is, is corrected. Your hearing is corrected. For some, it's a healing on their body. Yeah. Yeah. For some, it's a healing. 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 Who is somebody you, you the someone you, 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 you're hearing to hear sometimes it's quite difficult. Who is the person? Hearing is sometimes, it, it, it's sometimes somehow, sometimes you, you hear, sometimes you don't hear on time. Who is that person? If it's, it's a healing. Healing happening. Yeah, healing happening. Your hearing aid is corrected. Yeah. Yeah. For some, it's just a calmness on your body. For some, it's a burden. It's like the Lord lifting up your body, giving you, the, giving you supernatural strength. Yeah. Yeah. It's the power of the Holy Ghost walking in this house. You are lost in that sight, lost in that vision. Supernatural sight, sounds of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Keep talking in tongues. Don't stop. Keep talking in tongues. There's more to see. There's more to hear. There's more to receive. Your ministry will never remain the same. Never, never. Your words will not fall to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Your words will not fall to the ground. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. Is the power of the Holy Ghost tangibilities, spectacular demonstrations, power of the Holy Ghost, power of the Holy Ghost, power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Kia na mounda, she the brothers. Kia na mana kados. Kamiya na sedahe. Kia do shapari kados. Hiya na mana kate. Siva do shemana kate. Hiya na hai. 